Tombstone Minute, your minute-by-minute uh, minute podcast on the movie Tombstone. I'm your co-host, Rob, and joined by Life Alert Joe. <laughs> I'm still on the floor. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about Minute 77 today. Uh, in Minute 77, or in this minute, uh, the Earps and Doc Holliday leave the OK Corral. Um, we see Allie come over and help Virgil since, you know, he was shot in the leg. <laughs> and he's elderly. And he's elderly. Um, and then we have an exchange, Joe, that I really enjoy. We have uh, an exchange between Mayor Clum or Clum. We still don't know. We've still done zero research on figuring that out. And Wyatt. Um, and Wyatt says, hey, you know, I guess we did our good deed for the day. And uh, Mayor just shakes his head and he walks off. A couple things. First off, I really like that. Well done, John Locke. Also, this is the first moment, even now that I know who what actor plays him, that it does look just like John Locke from Lost. It, yeah, it does. Did you know, like, they actually, you can kind of tell that he starts to say something. Oh, you think they cut it out? They, I know they cut it out, actually. I, I looked up the outtakes oh. about what he says. Oh, oh, Joe, you did some deep research again. I did, and it's like kind of, I don't know, it's its kind of disturbing, actually, like the different thing. Like, I, I guess that they just let those two guys improvise. Yeah. Um, like, uh, the guy, uh, oh, shoot, what's his name? I already forgot his name. Um, uh, I'll look John Locke? Yeah. Um, we can just call starts him John with an Locke. S. Um, Terry O'Quinn starts with an S. Terry O'Quinn. No Terry O'Quinn. Terry Terry So'Quinn. <laughs> so Terry So'Quinn. Yeah, uh, that's he changed his name when he went to Hollywood. Like they, oh shoot. He got married. When I say like they so often do that sounds <laughs> yeah. even though that isn't a Jewish name it still sounds so anti-Semitic. You know they. He got uh, he got married and became someone significant other. So so S O, Terry So'Quinn, hitched. Um. I, I think his okay. wife was a medicine woman, right? It's Dr. Quinn? Oh, come on. I'm really upset I fell for that. I was like, Jane Seymour is his wife? <laughs> you wanted to believe it so badly. I think oh, she is man. married to somebody famous, though. I don't know. I hope she man. is. I can't believe you... I can't believe you sullied me with that. That's another. That's a deep Dr. Quinn medicine woman <laughs> reference there. If anyone <laughs> who grew up watching, well, did, did you watch that show as a kid? Yeah, I did too. I really like my my parents loved that show. Yeah, it was great. Or I don't know if it. I mean, I don't know if I would still think that. Uh, she was married to James. Man, she's been married to a lot of people. Oh, don't let's not judge. Oh, it's fine. But you know, they just divorced a couple years ago. Did you know that she was she was octopusy? Uh, I did not. Huh. I believe that to be true. I'm going to look it up because I said it very confidently. <laughs> yeah, that's not true. <laughs> that's <laughs> absolutely not true. She is in a Bond movie as someone. Oh man, <laughs> that's extremely funny. <laughs> Live and let die. She's solitaire in Live and Let Die. Ah, okay. Not Octopussy. Which Bond was in that one, Live and Let Die? Roger Moore. Okay. I don't know Bond as well as 
a lot you of people it's do. It's fine. I, yeah. Every once in a while, I'll be like, oh, I should I should definitely watch this. And then I watch it, and I'm like, eh, it's, let's move on. Well, I, we I don't move on here, too, I yeah. think. I, I really, like, I, I did this pretty late last uh, last night um, looking up. I, I You know, I, I have all of this. I basically, like, it's all on film, so I have to go down into my basement, into my lab, and look at all these. The, you got to uh, hold it up to the light. Yeah, I, I in an auction I I bought all of like kind of the discarded reels and stuff um, and footage. <laughs> yeah, and it's like I, I couldn't sleep last night. I was so disturbed by some of this stuff. Oh no! So like they just uh, you know everyone knows Terry O'Quinn's got a really robust background in improv comedy. <laughs> and um, is that true too, Terry? Terry So Quinn? <laughs> yeah, of course. And I wouldn't make it up. No, so I'm looking through this, and I'm like, where did he come up with this stuff? The first line, it seems like they probably wanted him to sort of stick with the script. And mm-hmm. then, then you know, like, yeah, all right, one take for me, and then another take for you to kind of do what you think would be funny. So his first line was like, you know, wow. so well, the line was for Kurt Russell, like, I guess that's our good deed for the day, right, Mayor? And then he kind of, like, looks into the distance grimly. And then the, the in the first take I found, he just goes... I'm going to go buy some candy. I was like, wow, Rob was wow. right. That's weird. Mm, but I don't know. Like, hear that. Pretty stupid, though, and I can see why they cut it. The second one, he uh, he just sort of whispers, Hail Hydra. What? It's super weird. Hmm. Again, like we know that they were trying to connect this to other franchises, but there was not really like a an Avengers thing going yet. No. Well, the, no, that Captain America movie, I guess, was... Not too long before this, was it? Which wasn't? The really bad Captain America movie. Uh, Yeah, that was before this. I Not think. too long before. So maybe they still had some hopes of that, that working out. Um, th- here's where it gets a little disturbing. Uh, just guess we did our, our good deed for the day, Mayor. And then he glances over at him and he just goes, Bernie would have won. Super wow. weird because the election, that, that was, what, 14 years before? Mm-hmm. No, 24 years before. Wow. The last one, though, I think this is pretty messed up, and I could definitely see why they cut it out. He just turns to Kurt Russell and just matter-of-factly just goes, Bush did 9-11. Wow. Come on. Conspiracy theories too, Terry, o- Terry Soquin? Kind of, I-, I think if the, I can see why they are trying so hard to keep this down. He knew eight years ahead of time about Bush doing 9-11. The first truther was Terry Soquin. I've evidently have you heard anybody? Like he predicted the future. Well, I have to say, I got you piqued my interest with all these hidden tapes. So I looked to try to find the original script, what the original script says, and we we see these tie-ins a little more. Okay. The original script, if you recall, um, this original lines here. Kurt Russell says, I guess we did our good deed for the day. And then, um, I don't know, we more and more, it seems like the original thought for Tombstone, there was some experimentation with it being a musical because they have Terry Soquin turn to Kurt Russell and say, dirty deeds, done dirt cheap. And then they were going to buy that ACDC song and have that play. And then, like, as they're cleaning up all the bodies and stuff, like, it mm-hmm. turns into, like, a dance thing with ACDC in the background? Yeah. Wow. 
did they, were they going to get the band to actually kind of be performing in the background? Well, like when Blues Traveler is playing at the end of you can actually see that this is that they started this because in the background, you'll see that they're building some kind of building that was going to be the stage where ACDC is going to come out of. Oh, Mm -hmm. interesting. But the problem, I guess, actually, you know, now that you bring it up, I I know what you mean. The reason um, that they cut all this stuff out is because the guys in ACDC just couldn't pull off the American accent. Oh, they wanted they want to stick to that realism. They just didn't think that it'd be realistic to have Australian guys um, there. So, wow, too bad because that would have been that would have been pretty cool. So, <laughs> are we done with the John Clem thing? Yeah, I, I'm just gonna. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm not gonna sleep well for a while just thinking about all these things that he predicted. I I think we should. Yeah, maybe Terry So Quinn is what his handle is on Twitter, where he he posts all these rants. Oh, I'll take um, it up. All right. Well, somewhat more sincerely, <laughs> there's a scene where Wyatt and Doc walk off together, Joe, and I really like this because this is what this movie is at its best, and it's this friendship between Doc and Wyatt. Yeah, this is like two minutes row of Wyatt just staring at different people. Yeah, and Doc but is like, the only one that understands. Kind of like this movie strikes out with romantic relationships, and even I would say like you probably could speak more to this than I can. But the brother stuff, you know, it falls off a few pitches and maybe gets on base, but it's not really done that that exceptionally. But like the Doc and Wyatt friendship feels as bombastic as this movie is that feels sincere and there's this moment when they kind of look at each other and they walk off which i enjoy because it's sort of um this is our second strip club reference in two minutes um but it's sort of like they have that look of like when you're at (laughs) when you've been at a strip club too long and you look at your friend you're like what have we done we need to get out of here we got to get out of here (laughs) then they they walk off um they, but like, and I guess the way that this is structured, like everybody in that scene leaves with somebody, yes. And why it kind of looks around and there's nobody there, but Doc. But Doc, right? Um, so I really like that. Um, before we we leave the OK Corral for the last time, um, sincerely, what are they building behind them? Because they are putting a building up. It looks like in the background, which you know potentially. That's the stage where ACDC is going to come from. I was wondering if you had any theories to that. Maybe those are two towers. <laughs> it's uh, a branch of the World Bank that they're going to open up. <laughs> a Freemason meeting hall. Uh, I don't know. Um, you're you're sort of the, the area business expert. I assumed that you would know. Well, I did a little research on this, and it turns out that was – Tom B. Stone trying to fulfill his dream. That was actually going to be a water slide. Really? Yeah, he was going to build the first water a slide. Wooden out water in the slide? West. Yeah, it was going to be a water slide. But that's then scary. This, that's a risky proposition. Well, then this massacre happened, and he was like, "People, I can't have families come here and yeah. like go down a water slide, and then you empty off, and it's like, oh, here's OK Corral where three people got murdered." Oh, you're going to use the word murdered? You're on the cowboy side? Well, I mean, three people were slain. 
Is that fair? Is slain different than murdered? Well, yeah. What? They're slain. Killed. Yeah, but murdered like is killed with malicious intent. And slain is just killed? Yeah, just, yeah. I guess it sort of has a connotation of like, even that I guess has kind of a negative connotation, like killed at somebody else's hand. And the, it tends to connote, I think, a heroic aspect to their death, which they, or an innocence, which I don't think that those guys had. Okay. We'll say gun down. Gun down. That works. Yeah, that's, that seems most apt. So that's why Tom B. Stone moved out to Wisconsin Dells. Oh, well, yeah. I think good. he made the right decision. Yeah, good for us. How would he get water there for his water slide? You know, he didn't think it through. <laughs> He's kind of like one of those guys who just sort of like failed and failed and failed and failed until he hit upon his one good idea. He's kind of like Lincoln in that respect. Ma or Ulysses S. Grant. Maybe. Did you say like Lincoln? I believe Lincoln uh, had a lot of business failures in his life. Really? Mm-hmm. But he was like an accomplished attorney, though. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if it's like Lincoln. Well, I, I, you know, I'm there's sorry. A, there's a long history of sort of uh, of uh, American businessmen who took a long time to sort of sort it out, figure it out. Hmm. Uh, okay. So we cut to the caskets of Billy Clanton and the McLaurie brothers, and I will say, I sort of like what they do here with the sound. We sort of hear what we think are gunshots as we see and cut to each of these caskets. And then we realize when they cut to the uh, to the sky that it's fireworks going off. Do you know why? I do not. Nope. Uh, I was hoping you would. Do you? No. We'll have to do – maybe Tom uh, – uh, spoilers, Tom is our Huckleberry tomorrow. White Wine Tom, maybe he's done some research. White Probably Wine not. Tom. No, probably not. Um, uh, he sticks to safe spaces, so mm -hmm. he probably wouldn't want to look it up. I do, like, this is, um, I, I hope that when uh, formal Huckleberry uh, Meeks watched this, he, was, he must have been happy that Billy got rid of that tan. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Looking pretty pale. Yeah, he finally got rid of that tan. That's true. He is very pale when he's dead. <laughs> like people tend to be very pale though they should have used that tanning salon him and his brother set up can we can you guys put those corpses out in the sun for a while billy would have liked to have had a tan can a dead corpse get a tan it can't right <laughs> <laughs> i'm just asking what our listeners are thinking <laughs> i what no I've, I'm fairly certain they cannot. No. Like, you're, like it's a reaction in your skin. But what it's the only time where it would not be dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, I've got some good news and bad news about tanning. The, the, bad, <laughs> the good news is that there is a period where it is very safe. <laughs> the bad news is it's um, when you're deceased. Yeah, then you can... You can this guy, I mean, yeah, I as think a, you're right. As a tribute to the podcast, if one of us dies before we finish this, can we mm -hmm. make sure that the mortician applies a liberal amount of bronzer to our skin? 
<laughs> Listen, I thought you um, meant one of us just has to check the other person into a tanning booth. But like weekend at Bernie's, I've got like I gotta like drag. Why you is into his a- Why is his coffin plugged in? Oh, um, <laughs> He's that's tanning. actually a tanning bed. <laughs> I bet you a tanning bed is probably cheaper than a, than yeah, a coffin. It probably is. It probably is. Here are the options for your container for your friend. Friend, he's a co-host of my show. Oh, oh, here are the options for your containers. That's fine. I brought my own. Uh, do you have a three-plurong club uh, <laughs> outlet near where it will be displayed? Because I, take... I saw an outlet over there, but it only had the two prongs, and this this, this device needs three. Can we tape this down? I don't want any guests tripping on this cord. Yeah, we're... <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to need... There, there is an opening at its side where a little light leaks out, I suggest we have that facing away from the crowd. We would Just... have like we would have like a shoebox of sunglasses that you grab as the as like someone at your funeral so when you go up to the casket you don't get hurt. Yeah, you just put um, the sunglasses on. We're gonna need to put these these <laughs> tasteful and small goggles on before approaching the deceased. <laughs> He's tanning right now. <laughs> Like, like the people are grabbing the glass. Is this, is this wake in three D? Um, the the deceased has asked that he be tanning during the ceremony, and that a three D, uh, compilation of his greatest photos be on display. <laughs> Just two birds with one stone here with the glasses. Oh, amazing. All right. I honestly, like, I have so many wild ideas for funerals. I, I really think, like, I'm in the wrong line of work. <laughs> Maybe in another episode, if... Is there another funeral in this in this I film? mean, there's plenty of dead people. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's another funeral. So um, we got yours planned out. We just need a tanning bed and a very <laughs> flexible funeral home. Yeah. With a good electrical system. Mm-hmm. And yeah, a the, good projector. The 3D photos. Okay. Yeah, I think we should probably call it a day now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're done with Minute 77. Um, We'll be back tomorrow with our Huckleberry, White Wine Tom. White Wine Tom. For Minute 78.